Hi, BU Terriers. Welcome to the Boston University Career Podcast. Here we'll discuss a variety of career-related topics to help you succeed in your Boston University education. Today, we're going to be focusing on how volunteering opportunities are a great way to build relevant career experiences. And we are joined by Tima Dasuki here today, who is going to talk about her personal volunteer experience and how it is contributing to her career journey. Tima, feel free to tell us more about yourself. Okay, so I'm Tima. Um, I'm currently an undergraduate student at the Frederick Pardee School of Global Studies. Um, I'm double majoring in international relations and Middle East North African studies. And my main interest is in like humanitarian nonprofit work. But overall, I'm heading towards a career in the Foreign Service. And I'm really excited about my internship this summer with the U.S. Department of State. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tima. We're so glad to have you and are excited to learn more about your experience um, with Urban Refuge. To start off, could you give us a little background on how you obtain the opportunity? Sure. So Urban Refuge was, I got, I got into contact with um, the organization when I connected with a professor that also had similar interests as me, and she was a professor um, mostly for the Middle Eastern region and for the uh, specifically for the Gulf region at Pardee. And so she was like on sabbatical leave at the time, and she was one of the professors that I felt like I really strongly connected with in terms of background and in terms of interests and in terms of her research. So I kind of um just one night I decided to send her an email it was a little nerve-wracking because I hadn't met her before and I wasn't really sure how she would respond to it but I reached out and I told her what I was interested in and pre-pandemic times she invited me into her office and we just sat there and had a conversation for like hours and I really 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 enjoyed talking to her about my specific research interests. And when I had walked in there, I wasn't really sure what specific research I would want to do. I just told her my background. Um, I have like a Syrian background. I'm really interested in Middle Eastern relations and I'm looking for research opportunities within that realm. And I'm specifically interested in like refugee and migrant flows. And so she was like, Okay, awesome. That's really cool. I actually have this nonprofit organization called Urban Refuge that started as an incubator project in one of her courses. And so a bunch of her students like actually came up with the idea and I believe Microsoft decided to do all the software work for it and get it off the ground pro bono. And so a bunch of BU students were like in leadership in the organization. And she had put me in contact with the leadership in that organization. And I didn't really know what to expect when I heard back from them, but they ended up hiring me as an intern. And so I started off interning for the organization and I really, really found my place in that organization because I felt like it was somewhere that I can use my voice to reach a larger platform and I can finally have a platform where I can elevate or like amplify refugee voices um, and stand up for my community and what I believe in. So that's long story long. That's how I got into contact with Professor Lori from Urban Refuge. But I do have a lot of advice 
on kind of reaching out to professors and like do's and don'ts. So I don't know if we want to go into that like right now. That, that, yeah, that would be great. Please tell us more okay. about like how to connect with professors. And that's like awesome. so awesome that you got this opportunity. Awesome. Um, so first of all, don't be afraid to email them about your interests. Even if you're not sure of what your like specific research interests are, just set up a time where you can have a free informal conversation with your professor. And most like more likely than not, they can direct you to where you need to be directed to. So if you have a conversation with them about a specific interest that they might not be re- doing research on, they'd be like, oh, I know this awesome professor that's like researching within your interests like here's the contact or some organization like urban refuge for example that they'll kind of send you into the right direction for me in the beginning looking at research in europe was a little bit overwhelming because i didn't really understand how the process worked like is it do you come up with your own specific idea or do you reach out to a professor that you like you work on the same idea or you work under their wing kind of helping them out with their research and then i realized that it's actually like a mixture of both like you can start your own project and reach out to your a professor that specializes within your project and collaborate on that or you can join as a research assistant under Europe for your professor's project and work with them on that. So either or. And I really highly recommend going to office hours. Like, as I said, it's a great way to build relationships. You never know how that'll come to benefit you later on. All of these professors are extremely connect, like really, really well connected and um, can always guide you into the right direction. So being at BU, we have such an amazing network of faculty and you always want to make sure that you can take advantage of that and that you're just making the most out of your opportunities on campus. Thank you for sharing that. Along with developing career skills through this experience, are there any specific CCD resources that you use that might help you determine your career path? Um, I definitely like coming into my freshman year. The first place I kind of felt comfortable going to was the the CCD. Like I didn't really know who to go to about my resumes or my cover letters or where to really start. I had like a rough resume from high school and I knew for college that I would have to step it up and have like a more professional outline. So the CCD was the first place that I went to and for every opportunity that I would apply for, I would have a resume and a cover letter review to make sure that I had a second pair of eyes to look over everything that I submit. And the advice was always extremely helpful because they would always point out things that I would look over and things that I thought were fine. And so it was actually really interesting. I kept on going so much at one point, like one of the student ambassadors was like, Tima, I think you should stop coming here. Like, like, I think you know how to write a cover letter now. Like, you're good. Like you, you can take your training wheels off, but I just can't stress enough, like how important it is to go there and, and get a second pair of eyes on your application. And even like the, I went to also the pitch workshops for like your elevator pitch workshops for the career fair. It's always important to practice those before you go and meet your future employer. Um, You always want to make sure that you have your pitch down and that you sound really professional and 
you know exactly what to wear and you know what questions to ask. So I highly recommend going to the, the pitch workshops or just any of the career fair workshops that the CCD offers. And I feel like for any kind of career question that I've ever had, I would go on the CCD events calendar and they would always have like an answer to it in some sort of event that they have. Like, for example, um, summer during the pandemic, I was like, one of the goals that I have is to set up a LinkedIn and I want to reach a certain amount of connections. And I also want to make the most out of my LinkedIn profile. And I was wondering, like, I, I walked into LinkedIn, like having no idea how it worked or how, um, people kind of like operated on that platform. And then I go to one of the CCD workshops and they just have all this amazing advice on navigating LinkedIn, like how to leverage your network, how to gain employment opportunities from that. So I can't stress enough to go to the CCD events, check out the calendar and see what employers they're they're having. There's a lot of info sessions and there's pretty much an event for every question that you have. Great. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm so happy that you uh, took advantage of all the resources that you've gotten at BU. So that's really awesome to hear. So backing track a little bit, um, I was wondering if you can tell me what you did at Urban Refuge and um, some of the things, some of the skills that you've acquired throughout your time there. At Urban Refuge, I started out, I actually like, I feel like I had a lot of diverse skills that I learned, like by first becoming an intern and then like working as an operations manager at Urban Refuge. There's a lot of different things that I did for that organization because it's such a small organization. So everyone double dips into like different tasks and jobs. So I first started out building a certain to-do list for Urban Refuge and also like networking with organizations around Boston that are relevant to our own organization. Like for example, the refugee coalitions in Boston, like migrant coalitions and talking about how we can expand the reach of Urban Refuge abroad and ways we can market it and make it more heard as an organization. And then I moved into actually pitching for Urban Refuge at the Innovate Lab. And that experience was extremely helpful in terms of public speaking and just like getting over that, just like the nervous feeling of getting in front of everyone and just having this like really dramatic pitch and going through like several rounds of competition in front of really acclaimed judges and just having so much money on this on on the line for the organization that was an extremely helpful skill and we're actually supposed to pitch again for another organization so all of those like public speaking skills are, are really really relevant to that job and have really built my confidence in talking to groups of people especially professionals and then through urban refuge what i really enjoyed is that anytime i would come up with a like a creative idea or something that i want to implement they always gave me the platform and the support to do that so i always had a passion project that i wanted to fulfill while i was at boston university and it's called the I Am More campaign. Uh, you can find it on the Urban Refuge website. And the aim is to collect stories from migrants and refugees with the underlying message that migrants are, and refugees should not be, um, like the, the label migrant and refugee kind of diminishes their identity because it undermines their past, it undermines their skills and it undermines their contribution to their host society because 
of the negative connotations that are associated with the word refugee or immigrant. It's kind of like a foreign being in a society. And mostly refugees are associated with being vulnerable and welfare dependent and that they like suck all the resources out of, of the countries that host them. And so I really wanted to flip that narrative with this project and show everyone that refugees are extremely positive contributions to their societies. They develop economies, they develop societies, and they build amazing networks within their host communities that advance the communities that they're living in. And I wanted to show that there's people behind the word refugee or immigrant that it's not just that word. There's people with stories, with educations, with families, with just dreams and aspirations for change. And I think that is all kind of diluted by the label. So that big message is something that I wanted to address in this project. And so what we do is we collect stories from refugees and migrants that coordinate with us to flip that narrative and to show everyone um, the background behind that word and, and actually the negative consequences that it can have um, on someone when they're being labeled. Yeah, that's honestly so powerful. I can't believe you got to do that and that you were able to like, that they gave you the resources to kind of pursue that idea. I'm, I guess I'm wondering like, did you face any challenges during the internship is right now or during the volunteer opportunity? Because right now, like everything you're doing sounds so amazing, but were there challenges you faced? I think there's one challenge that I'm facing right now. Actually, the project was like, the initial hump was like, I've never spearheaded a project that big on my own before. And everything I had to learn on my own, it was kind of like, great, you want to implement your idea? Like, do it, you have our support. So I had to like go through all the legal aspect of it and um, go to legal clinics to make sure that we are able to collect these stories and that we have like certain waivers that allow us to collect the stories. So that was completely new to me. And then creating like one, like at first we had like separate legal documents and then like a separate Google form for the stories. And then I just like combined it all to one to make it smoother, just like testing out what people are more responsive to. And like in the beginning, there were like a few mishaps, like we we lost a few stories in the beginning. So like there's like several kind of like obstacles that we had to overcome. And then now, now that like the whole process is extremely smooth and there's like a submit tab on the website, it's been difficult to collect stories from people that we don't personally know, like within the team, because of the experiences that past refugees or immigrants have had where they are distressful. Um, they don't usually feel comfortable sharing their stories. They don't know um, who's gonna be seeing it or they, they worry about the consequences of sharing their stories or their ideas. So that's kind of been difficult to go around. Um, and that's an obstacle that I'm currently tackling in terms of like marketing and figuring out ways, the best ways to address a larger audience and to get more people engaged. Great, thank you so much for sharing. So on the flip side, I know it's been a crazy challenging journey, but what are some of your favorite moments working at um, Urban Refuge? Um, my favorite moments have been 
probably the excitement of pitching. There's such a like a rush that you get when you're done with your pitch and you sit there and wait for the judges, like what they they respond at the end. And I think the first, like we went through several rounds until we made it to finals. And that entire process was so exciting because prepping for it was a really fun process and delivering the speech and um, I think like delivering it from heart for me because I have such a strong personal association with the project and with the organization's mission. So that was always really cool to kind of reach an audience with um, a personal connection. And also, of course, like fulfilling my passion project and um, just spreading a message that I finally reflected on in college and realized how big of an issue it was when I reflected on certain issues I faced with with the word the label itself. So I think being able to take that and like flip it around has been really exciting. Okay, and thank you so much. And finally, our last question is, I mean, for the students listening to this podcast, do you have any like last words of advice or tips for them? I have a few mainly take advantage of all the resources that are around you. Like if you ever doubt like, Oh, should I apply for this? Or, Oh, should I go to this officer? Like always do it. It's always going to benefit you in the end and you never know how. Um, so just always step out of your comfort zone. I know it's especially hard during the pandemic to like get the motivation to do certain things that aren't part of your normal schedule, but in the end having like that, conversation that you relate to or having that connection with a professor or student that you didn't know you had will always make you feel better at the end of the day and BU's career center is so extremely rich and all the staff are so amazing so there's always so much to learn from everyone in every department whether it's the ERC or just like all of the CCD events that there are the the career fair um, there's just so much to learn from so don't be afraid to pursue your ideas. Also, I feel like for me, I had this small idea and I was like, mm, is this is this true? Like, like what do people what what do other people think about the label? Like, what do other people think about the connotation? Um, how should I pursue this? Am I capable of of doing it? You just have to do it and prove to yourself that it is possible because you can. It's just your mind that is sometimes an obstacle, but yeah, step out of your comfort zone and do things that aren't part of your everyday schedule. And you'll always find things that are rewarding when you do that. Thank you so much, Tima, for joining us here today. Again, we wanted to remind all Boston University students that volunteering opportunities are valid and awesome work experiences that you can add to your resume. Um, Thank you for listening to the Boston University Career Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Career Development at Boston University. We are located on the fifth and sixth floors of 100 Bay State Road. All of our services are available for free and virtually to undergrad graduate and graduate students. For more information, check out our website at bu.edu careers. We hope we'll see you on the next podcast episode.